your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Heidi. And this is Stephanie, and this is a tremendous moon Tuesday because it's super moon tomorrow. So it's really big tonight, too. So it's tremendous, and we have to have a T word. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) Oh, God. So, yes. Can't be a super moon Tuesday. It has to be a tremendous moon Tuesday. Tremendous moon Tuesday, yes, because it really is pretty close. So It is. Close enough. Yeah, so everyone has to get out there and take a look at that moon because I think it's going to be tremendous tonight. Yeah, it was. it's already been, like we were talking mm-hmm. about before the show, it's already been pretty spectacular. Last night was mm-hmm. impressive. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll see so, if we don't get any rain tonight. We'll have uh, another good oh, shot at looking at it. I know. Now, it did rain here a little bit ago, and... I don't, yeah, you know, it kind too. of clouds up and gets clear and clouds up. And I mean, we never really know what's going to happen, but it's all good. We need the rain. So we'll take it. Yep. Uh, um, so we were off last week, Heidi. Last we minute decision. It was. <laughs> but we are back this week. Uh, so just a little kind of under the weather. And I have, I, my voice is bad, so I'm just going to say, but last week... Well, yeah, just, you couldn't talk last week, so I, that I was could, that's not good for radio. <laughs> no. I mean, I could, but it was super bad, and so it's mostly normal now, but it does get a little, you know, whatever. It's still not gone away, so oof-da. It's from, it's from jumping in the lake, I told you that. Not Well, I didn't jump, I fell, you know? And all that water went up into my sinus cavities and created an infection, so... Anyway, not a good thing, but we're on the mend. And so last week we replayed um, the Tokate show with Howard Garrett. So I'm excited that we got to play that because there's there's movement happening around the whole deal. You know what I mean? So yeah. hopefully soon, you know, we're excited about that. Yes, absolutely. Just weeks and months away from... No. I know. Probably the big, the big move. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely, and and I know. And they, her, Lolita's family has been around the islands in the last week or two, so they've act, I've actually seen some pretty good um, snapshots and videos of Ocean Sun, who they feel is Lolita's mom. You know, and she's ninety some years old, so um, awesome wow. sauce. And there are four females that are pregnant in the bunch. So, wow. I, right. And all the babies are doing good. Now, what I have heard though, which is alarming is that Noah, you know, the national atmospheric, they keep track of, of the whales too. Um, said that there's like 15 whales out of the Southern resident community that are abnormally thin, which means oh. they're not getting enough food, which we, you know, we know this, you know, they need to breach the dams. Now, on that subject, I did hear that the White House is for it, right? So maybe that'll happen, too. So can you imagine all these good things happening out there? Woo! That is just that amazing news. Yes. So hopefully they're not, they're, they'll be okay. I, I, the Center for Well Research hasn't said anything that they're 
and they they're out there with them all the time, right? And they have not said anything about it. So I don't know what that means. I'll be out there in a month, so I'll find out. <laughs> you can bet I will. So anyway, you're digging. I'm gonna do my digging. Everybody I know. So yeah. You know what's um, interesting is I was looking at an article today, and I don't know when this happened. I think it was recent, maybe not. You know how you read something and you find out it's like from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a tiger that gave birth to triplets Ooh. Right, in this zoo. Ooh. And I can't even remember the zoo. I have like zero information. I wasn't even thinking about talking about it until you started talking about the whales. Right. And um, it's, it's an interesting contrast. You know, we have this whale that we want to get out of captivity. Mm-hmm because it shouldn't be there. It was taken mm-hmm. and put in captivity for our viewing pleasure, which is right. Sad. not okay. Yeah. And, but then here are these tigers that are endangered and we need to keep them in captivity and they're being bred in captivity. And, you know, we're really excited about this because there's so few mm-hmm. out in the wild and, you know, mm-hmm. that number just keeps going down. And so it's interesting, the contrast, I think, you know, that we have animals that we want to get out of zoos and then yes. there's animals you have to keep in zoos, yes. you know, for different reasons for both. But yeah. it's just, it's sad, really, well, all of it. I think it's it's sad what man has done to all the animals on planet Earth, you know, yeah. and this is our doing, right? Every yeah. single bit of it is our doing. So, you know, if, if we can help, if we can make amends somehow, some way, and maybe Lolita will be the one that, you know, she's back in the ocean and... You know, there's been 50 other babies that were taken at the same time she was that are all gone now. She's the last, the last remaining survivor, um, except for, well, Corky's from the Northern Bunch. So we got to get her next. Lolita comes first and then we'll get Corky up there. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, one, one at a time, you know, and it, it makes us feel good and it heals the oceans too. Like, um, like our Lummi, uh, elder was saying, you know, that, Tokate will come and she will heal the oceans and heal everything there and them and us. And I believe that with all my heart. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. that's, that's good news for sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah. wow. So tonight is the paranormal smorgasbord. It is. Uh-uh. Because we so, couldn't have it last week because we, we weren't here. Ooh, we we've got thunder and stuff happening here. So I hope oh, I don't do? lose power. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-oh. Pouring Uh-oh. buckets it, here. Oh, well, maybe we'll get some good rain, too. I hope so. It's pretty dark. I'm looking out the window, and it's pretty dark. Um, So maybe we'll get some as well. But, yeah, yeah we had, things. not to go back to, we had a storm yesterday, too. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys had the storm. We've been on the tail end. Northern Minnesota's just been getting slaughtered oh, with know. rain. I know. Like, storm after storm. And we're just on the tail end of a lot of it here, uh, up where I live. And so sometimes the Twin Cities doesn't get the stuff that we get here just on the like south end of that. Um, but we got hit with a really crazy storm yesterday. And one of the trees in our front yard tipped over. Oh, really? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. Um, and it was weird because I looked at it. It was just, it just tipped over and it didn't oh. land on anything. So, and it was already crooked because I think the owners before us, uh, there must have been a piece that either broke off or was struck by lightning, or was damaged somehow, because the tree must have been in two parts, and they cut the one part off, well, the part they left was already kind of at an angle, so I think it's been leaning for a while, and um, it just, I guess I didn't realize how much it had leaned since we moved in, but it tipped over yesterday during the storm, and I looked at the roots, and there was like nothing there, it just, you know, it, you know, sometimes when trees tip over, they rip up all this ground with it, nothing. And I thought, how in the world was that even standing with all those roots? Are there's well, hardly anything there. So anyway, hopefully so nothing no like that happens. No roots in the ground either. It didn't like break off at the ground. Well, or yeah, there's roots there, but there's oh. not. I mean, it didn't get really pulled up. So yeah. I don't know what it was hanging on to. Anyway, poor tree. Yeah. But yeah. it looked like it had a good life. So good. I know our good. poor. You know, our our environment. You know, we get so much energy, and we are a part of the environment. You know, we're just a a piece of it and so you know you talk about these animals and we talk about the trees and mm-hmm. you know everything is connected and so it's our job really to try and take care of all this as much as possible and you know right. so even a tree that looked like it was gimping along and see you know had better days but I you know I felt bad for yeah. the tree and yeah. went out and talked to it today and said thanks oh, yeah. thanks for being here yeah. and 
Got to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Poor tree. Well, you know, like you said, it probably had a good life and it's just time, you know? Yeah, it was, it was, it's time to go, I guess. It just decided to lay over and it was, it was time to move on. So, oh my gosh. Well, um, yeah, so, so we talked about the full super moon is happening tomorrow and it's going to be the big, the brightest, biggest super moon of 2022 tomorrow night. So yeah, we all really need to get out there and look at it if we can, you know, so I think it'll be really fun to look at and it's the buck moon. Um, and they it's call the it what the moon? buck moon. They call it the buck moon because this is when the buck's antlers have that velvety. Got it. I thought you said you the know? bucky moon. I'm like, oh, what's a bucky moon? It's a bucky moon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought that's what you said. I'm like, a bucky moon? Okay. Buck moon. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I'm on it. Yeah. Full buck moon because, you know, those those bucks, they grow those antlers bigger every year, you know. So but right now they're kind of that velvety, softy stuff, you know. So anyway, that's why it's called the buck moon. And it's in Capricorn. So anybody who has uh, Capricorn as your sign, full moon is there this month. So that's really cool. What Uh, does that mean? For those, well, I don't know. know. I will find out, and we can. Oh, you don't know? Okay. I I don't know. I you know it it means a little bit something. Whenever it's in you know your your sign, like I think last month it was in my sign. It was in the Cancer. Was in the sign of Cancer. So I think it just maybe affects you a little bit more. Whoever, if you're Capricorn, I think you are, right, Heidi? Yeah. So it probably... Because I got uh, to find out now. What does it pro- mean? Yeah. Because I didn't probably. know that it was full moon in Capricorn. Yeah. You, um, know who will, you know who will know if you can get to um, Triana's, um, Triana's horoscope. She talks about it, too. And I don't remember what exactly she said. But it probably has some bearing on your, you know, your sign or whatever. Um you know, cancer is ruled by the moon anyway, so full moons always affect us. But I, I, I wonder if it's not even that much more when it's in your sign. So yeah, it's kind of fun. But any, it's yes. Yeah, so and okay, so I'm looking at the okay. I'm trying to find, but it's not going to say. So we're not we're not going to go there. Just know that it's in Capricorn. And, um, <laughs> I know I can't find it either. I'm like, where? I don't know. Anyway, know. I'll have to look it up later. Yeah, we'll look it up and then we'll talk about it and see if, if we can figure out why it makes a difference if it's in your um, sign or not. Um, but yeah, so get out there and look at that full moon because that is really awesome. And so oh, here I've got something Okay, on the full moon in Capricorn. Uh, it says... Now, this I'm getting off of a website, so mm-hmm. take it for what you want. Mm-hmm. Capricorn seeks mater- material gains and status and yearns to reach new heights through achievement and recognition. So the full moon in Capricorn. Now, this it sounds like it might apply to anybody. It's right. just everybody can receive the energies of Capricorn with the full moon, oh. I'm thinking. So it says the full moon in Capricorn may allow you to recognize some of your worldly accomplishments, but it's also a powerful time to reflect on your work-life balance. Where have you hardened yourself in order to keep pushing forward? This is an ideal moment to consider where you can invite more time for you and the needs in your life. Essentially, there is a pull between the outer and inner worlds, and we're faced with an opportunity to recalibrate. Oh, there. Well, that's very nice. So it, it sounds like it applies to anybody. Right. It's just so the maybe, energies of Capricorn, how it can help you in your life right now with that full moon energy, with that intensity of that moon, that brightness, you know, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I can't say that this well, is you know, there's a lot of, there's at a all lot accurate. Of, <clears throat> That's my interpretation energy, of what I just read. So much energy with the full moons. So yeah, yeah take that energy and use Not it Not a lot good. of Sasquatch. Not a lot of Sasquatch. But, nope. We have found that, you know, Sasquatch just doesn't hang around when the full moon is full. Or at least he's not visible, right? So uh, we always we always like to go during the first couple of weeks of the moon phase. <laughs> this is what we have learned over the years. Um, but so I think what that's saying is for all of us, whether you're Capricorn or not, maybe this is the time you use that full moon energy to try to balance your life. Right. So you have a lot of stuff going on. Let's try to balance it out and, and be more um, harmonious self. Right. That's what you were Sounds saying. Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
with work okay. in regards to work and personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. good. Active. And who doesn't need a little bit of that? At least to look at it and make sure, are you doing it? Absolutely. Yeah. Just kind of a, you know, like a little, um, a little check reminder. Yeah. I was going to say a little string around your finger to remember. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So what, what's, what's shaken? You know, we haven't talked for a couple of weeks and you know, yeah, we have um, an investigation coming up on Saturday, mm-hmm. and so I'm excited about that. It's at a business, and so I don't know if I can say where it is. Okay. Um, no, it's a small not. town, not yeah. far, um, but it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I was in this business with Tim and Cindy not that long ago, and we were like, there's stuff going on here. You could just feel it. And so we were uh, talking to the owners of the business, and they said, oh, yeah there's stuff going on. And so we said, well, hey, would you want an investigation here just to like see? And they, you know, I gave them my card and then they, you know, said, yeah, we'll think about it. We'll talk about it, whatever. And then they got back to me pretty quickly the next day and said, yeah, we're interested. So, uh, so we're looking forward to just kind of, you know, it's nice to do investigations that it isn't, you know, something really awful happening. And it's, it's a lot of, I mean, not that I'm opposed to having something with a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. but it's nice to have one that just is kind of fun, you know? Right, right. Because there's nothing bad going on. They're just curious. We're not looking for, you know, the big, you know, I mean, you hope you get some amazing evidence, but, you know, it's not that there's, because sometimes when there's something really bad going on, you kind of want to have a way to prove it so these homeowners mm-hmm. or business owners, whatever, don't feel. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel validated, right? Absolutely. Uh, so if you can prove it, they're like, see, this really yeah. was happening. It's not, I'm not just making this up. And so it's nice, though, to have something that's just going to be fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, the group will get together. I think we're going to have five people pr- plus the business owners there. And it'll be nice just to have a kind of a fun investigation. We're not going to go super late. So we'll get there at eight o'clock and, you know, investigate till probably 11 or 12. And yeah, it'll Perfect. be just Great. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, You know, it's not too far away. So that is always nice as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice break, you know, when you have because it's been kind of a busy summer. And, um, you know, just a lot of work stuff. So it'll be nice to have something like that that's going to be for fun. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll get something cool out of it. Who knows? We might catch some amazing evidence. That would be that'd be great. But no pressure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, those are always the best for sure. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight, and I know that we kind of touched on it last, the last show barely, but shadow people. And, you know, I, we caught, they caught some really good photos here. I'm going to put the SIM website on here because they're right on the homepage. There's four of them. Um, And amazing, you know, and we try, you know, we, sent these photos to photographers that we know and said, what could this be? And nobody had any, uh, and you know, what's interesting is I don't, I don't know if you know who Valentina Lonborg is. I believe that's how you say her last name, but she's a psychic. Um, she's a psychic medium that Jerry has on his show a lot. And he sent her these photos, didn't say a word about them. And she said, Oh, that's a great shadow person. And he's going into a room that's, like red is there a lot of red in that room you know because it's in the hallway it's in a hallway and Mm -hmm. yes it's that room there is the one that we the girls all stay in it's a suite and it's red you know so I thought that was quite amazing so those photos are cool but then of course that brings up the whole subject is everybody's always saying well what exactly are shadow people and I don't know that anybody really knows what shadow people are I don't ever think there's something you need to be afraid of, at least not in my experience. I see them a lot. And I think in that particular hallway of the Humberd Hotel, um, we're all seeing shadows of some kind and shadow figures. So, I mean, it's such a great catch, right? It's such a great catch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can put up a photo into the chat room of a shadow person that we got uh god this was a, this was years ago but it was a really cool photo too and this one really looks like a figure i mean it's mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It is a figure. So I'll see if I can load it here into the chat yeah. room. But, you know, it's interesting because I do have that question quite a bit. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, what are shadow people? And so I asked Spirit Guide one time and, okay, here we go. Um, let's see if that worked. Hopefully it just went directly in. We'll see. Um, okay, there it is. So this is um, this was years ago. But anyway, you can see way in the back mm-hmm. uh, on the right, like half of a shadow or it's a half a person, but it's not a human standing Are there. Are you sure? Because you can see skin. You can see skin, Heidi. It looks like no, somebody's hand. No, then mean? it's the computer because you can't. Okay. I've looked at this photo. It looks like. A per, just a person with the hand and the hair and the whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-mm. No, when you look at it, like, I don't know, It's I've looked at this a million times and it's not a person. Um, but it's, so I asked, right? So my point mm-hmm. was, I asked Spirit Guide, Tim and I did, a long time ago, we said, what's a shadow person, like legit shadow person? Because yeah, you can ask anybody and they'll give you their own Mm-hmm. idea of a shadow person and you can yeah. watch these paranormal investigating shows right and sometimes yeah. they'll say oh it's the most dangerous thing you got to be careful they're de- evil they're demons or whatever you know yeah. and then some will just say oh they're just passing through they don't care yeah. they whatever yeah and so i said well if i was to ask you a spirit guide like what is your definition of a shadow person and what he said he said the kind of shadow person where they don't interact with you, right? They don't, or they're not, they don't care. Like they're not trying to mm-hmm. intimidate you. They might stand there and look like they're watching you, but they're not doing anything to scare you. They're not coming at you. They're not trying mm-hmm. to grab you no. or whatever. So those no. shadow people, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Because there's the shadow, shadow people, you know, that'll do things to you or try and intimidate you or they're standing over your bed or they're yeah. holding you down when you're yeah. sleeping oh, yeah. or yeah, yeah. Yeah. all those, you hear all the stories, right? Yeah. And, um, so you, this is the shadow person that could give a rip if you're there, right? Mm-hmm. Don't care. They just pass them through. You see them out of the yeah. corner of your eye. You look, they're nothing yeah. there, right? And I see them so, all the time, right? I mean, yeah, I think I you do, do too. too. Yeah, I, yeah, they're just everywhere. Yeah. And so what he said was those shadow people, the ones that don't care if you're there or not, um, he said they're, they're like... Um, Stage hands at mm-hmm. a concert. Mm-hmm. He said the best way I can describe them is that they're like a roadie or a stage person, you know, at some kind of show. They're the behind the scenes people that make it happen and the show can't happen without them, right? So mm-hmm. if you think of all the people that put on a concert that you will never see, you right. know, they're all the behind the scenes people. Yeah. He said that's what they're like. Shadow people are not really. You know, they're, they're not, what they're doing is working. They're not, for whatever reason, that's their job at that moment. And I wasn't clear if they had been human or not, but it sounded like they weren't human. So why do they look like humans? That's an excellent question. I never was clear on that, but, you know, because they have that human shape, right? So shadow people are background like movers they mm-hmm. are you know setting things up they're um, getting the next scene ready or you know whatever and ideally they don't want to be seen that's right. the point they like they don't need to be seen they don't care if they're seen but they try not to be seen but sometimes because of what might happen or change suddenly that you know if you if let's say someone changes their lines in a play, right? And then Mm -hmm. the scene is ending faster than it's supposed to. I'm sure that this has happened, you know, or maybe not because people are professionals. Yeah. Uh, But let's say that happens and someone, you know, changes their lines and the scene is ending. So these stage people are like, oh gosh, I have to have the next scene set up right away. So instead of going around behind all the curtains, you know, when the lights shut off or whatever, they have to shoot through because they're like, I got to get to that other side quicker because I don't need time now because I have to set the stuff up. So he said it's kind of the same thing where they have to cut through and they're going to be seen. And that's just the way it goes because something has changed that they're like, well, I just got to, I got to get there so I can do this. And that's just the way it's going to be. So they cut through and then they're going to be seen. Maybe, you know, if there's a human there that would see them, then they'll probably be seen. Mm-hmm. But they're not doing anything. They don't, you know, they're not doing anything 
to to you to the humans you know or anything like that so that's what he was telling me is that they're just they're doing a job and they'll also work for whoever so you know if you think the good side and the bad side you know or whatever however you want to look at it yeah think of all these things that have to be set up like they could be you know good things they could be bad things they could be uh something entering your path that's like wow that's cool or something that's a temptation that you're like I really shouldn't you know or whatever so you think of all these things that could be set up in front of you or that happen around you and these shadow people it's just like they go and pull the ticket and set it up they don't care who it's for they don't doesn't matter they're not doing it's like a job they're just like they pull the ticket they see what needs to be done and they go do it they go set it up for whoever put the work order in so to speak that's an interesting idea so that's uh, that's my understanding of a traditional shadow person the kind that doesn't care if you're around and you know i know we see them all the time right see the shadows off to the side but you know i also wonder you, you know they're in another dimension so what if we're shadow people to them do, 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 do. I know I've always said that that you know what if but I don't we're I mean of course that's what I thought before I asked about shadow people because I thought what if yeah. we're the shadow people to them so I said yeah. to spirit guide I go are we the shadow people to them no mm-hmm. they know us they're cutting through our dimension mm-hmm. because they have to again it's that shortcut yeah. so they know we're here and they're trying yeah. not to be seen by us but if they have to cut through they have to cut through right so in that way, we are not shadow people to them. Because I asked, yeah. I thought, that's so cool. It's like mind-bending, right? No. But in other dimensions, yeah, we could be shadow people to, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. other dimensions. You know, or yeah. ghost-like, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's kind of all mind-boggling. All of this paranormal stuff is pretty mind-boggling when you think about it. And mm-hmm. all this talk about, you know, other dimensions, too. I got to say, Casey and I watched this movie or we watched part of it. I, I I guess we did watch the whole thing over a couple of nights, but I wasn't crazy about it. But it was kind of this wild idea that it was called The Mist or something. And I don't know where it took place, but suddenly this town was enveloped by a mist that had horrible monsters coming out oh, of Oh, that was face. that Stephen King movie. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and so they said I saw that, it a long time ago. Yeah, so it was like a military base. They were by a military base, kind of like Area 51 is what I'm thinking. And they were doing things to, like, tap into other dimensions. And then they tapped into this dimension. And these horrific creatures came out of it and plagued the land. And people were dying left and right. And, it yeah, I wasn't crazy about that movie. But it was, <laughs> it was just one of those things where you just watch it anyway. But I mean, what a thought, really. I mean, it was, yeah, it was kind what of, if it was, we, what if they could, what if they right? have already? Right, right. You know, I know. And something starts coming out that takes human form or not I human know. physical form. I know. I know. I I just thought, oh my God, I just, ugh. yeah, yeah. Jerry's saying the mist, he cried. Did you cry? Really? I just, you know, I didn't really care for it, to be honest, you know, and I kept saying, I don't want to watch this anymore. But then, you know, you just sit and watch it anyway, you know, and then at the end, I didn't realize it was his Stephen King novel until at the end of well, course. Well, don't say credits. anything about the end. No, no, I won't. someone's but, listening that hasn't but at seen the it. End, but yeah, but then at the end, you know, they, there was a Stephen King novel based on a Stephen King book or whatever, you know, and I'm like, oh, figures, right? Yeah. <laughs> he has the craziest ideas sometimes, but... Yeah. The whole dimension thing, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, what an ending. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was, I don't know, I liked the movie. It was scary. It's a scary concept, but it yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, ugh. yeah, just grossness. But anyway, yeah, okay, so that was my gross movie for the week. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, so the whole dimension thing, you know, I just had to, I had to bring that out there too, because I mean, you know, we work and there's just, there's so many dimensions, you know, and we talk about Bigfoot being dimensional. I really do feel that Bigfoot is dimensional, which is why they're just never, they're so rarely seen. And when they are, mm-hmm. nobody ever gets pictures, nobody gets anything, right? So, mm-hmm. because they just go right back, you know? 
Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a whole fascinating, fascinating thing. We are already 30 minutes into the show, so we are going to go for a commercial break. And this is the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock to Dark Sun Rising on the Para-X Radio Network. Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why, yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? <laughs> well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stirring the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network, and it's our Paranormal Smorgasbord tonight. Because we missed it last week, Steph and I were both off for the mm-hmm. week, so here we are with our Paranormal Smorgasbord. And we've been talking about a handful of things tonight, Yeah. and I have a topic here that just popped into, into my view uh, the last couple of days, actually. Mm-hmm. And have you ever had a palm reading done? Mm-hmm. What'd mm-hmm. you think of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a few done. I thought one was, well, they're very interesting, right? So is it the is it that they say the right hand is how you appear to others, but the left hand is the real you? Is that how it is, or do I have them mixed up? Because they're different. What I, I was told, and I read this too, This is I had to look it up because I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. They said you should read both hands, mm-hmm. and the non-dominant mm-hmm. hand reveals natural personality and character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the dominant hand shows how these traits have been actualized in practice. So, okay. you know, yeah. if your hands don't match, then, yeah. you know, your true character and how you're living your life mm-hmm. aren't, you know, mm-hmm. aren't the same. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you might be hiding, you know, your personality or trying to change yourself or whatever. Um, anyway, so that's what and I remember because I did have a palm reading done a long time ago and I remember something along those lines that he mm-hmm. had to see both both of my hands to see right. how how I was doing I guess right. um, I thought it was pretty interesting it is interesting and a lot of it is is real I mean you know a lot of it you know they tell you what this is but the way it was told to me and they did say that too but they did also did say that people see you this way whatever your dominant hand is but your true na- like you said, your true nature, your true self is in the non-dominant hand. Um, and mine are very different. Mine are very different. I have a lot of wrink. I, I my hands are really wrinkly. <laughs> so are mine. Mine and have I, been for a for since I, I was a little kid. I have had the craziest lines on my hands. And, and and I know when they looked at them, they said, "Oh my, you have such wrinkly palms." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, is that bad?" No, but we just you know we haven't seen that really. Yeah, no, it's been a lot, like I said, it's been a long time since I had that done, but it was, it was eye-opening for sure, you know, but it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like astrology and stuff too, right? Because, you know, you read that and it's like, oh yeah, that's really me, you know? 
So interesting. So did it tell you what was to come or what to watch out for or what did they say? Um, it, I know that he, he, he was, uh, telling me that I'm, I'm living because my hands were very balanced, that I was living my authentic self, uh, you know, for the most part, there were things that, and at the time I wasn't, you know, I was still hiding pieces of myself and, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole, um, intuitive stuff and everything. So I know that I wasn't fully evolved not that I am now but you Mm -hmm. know so I know there's still pieces of me that were evolving but he said for the most part you're living your authentic self and um so I thought well that's cool because I do try and just be me wherever and um but yeah it was very much about you know work is kind of my jam you know that's Mm -hmm. my focus in this lifetime and um you know I am going to live a long, healthy life. And um, he wasn't sure on kids. And that's interesting because I didn't give birth to any children. Yeah. So, um, but I remember him saying he wasn't sure about kids. He's like, I guess you could if you want to. And you, sometimes they, I think, tell you like, oh, you can have three kids or, you know, whatever. And I remember him going, I don't know. I don't, I guess if it's up, it's up to you. And I'm like, well, isn't that everybody's answer? You know, it's up to you if yeah. you want to have kids. But right. I knew I, from a long time ago, I didn't want to have kids. So, um, yeah, so that was interesting. And, uh, but yeah, I just remember you're going to live a long time and, mm-hmm. um, authentic. And so I thought, well, it was cool. I wouldn't mind doing it again. Cause I haven't yeah. had it done for a long time. It so be it'd be yep. kind of neat to, you know, in the, <clears throat> it's one of those things that could you look it up online? I'm looking Good. at a, a sheet, right. Or a little diagram right now that shows the headline, the lifeline, the heart line, the sun line, the fate line. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what any of that means, you know, because you look at it and you look at your own and you go, okay, I see those lines. Mm -hmm. Great. But I don't know. Is that long? Is it short? Is it, you know, and so it's, there's a, there's an art to the study and I appreciate that. And so, and it's something I don't know a lot about. I don't know anything about it really. So to look at a, a chart online doesn't do me any good because I see all the same lines, but what does that mean? Yeah. You know, and they can give you some details and stuff, but some of this is, as I'm reading, I'm like, wow, there's so much, as I imagine there would be to learn about this, that that's why you go see someone that mm-hmm. studies it, you know, that mm-hmm. this is what they do because it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I think it would be fun. Um, because it's been a long time for me too. I bet at least 10 years, maybe. Yeah, so. it's probably been at least 10 years for me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not something you find a lot. And I mm-hmm. wonder if, if people, you know, do palm readers, would they prefer to be in person so they can actually look at your hands and hold them? Or are they cool doing it online where you just hold your hands up? You know, or do you scan a picture of your hand and email it to them? And they can do it virtual. Like, I don't know. I guess I should check because, know, yeah, how, here's my hand. <laughs> so here we are showing each other our hands. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I bet it's, I bet that palm tree is something that they have to be there in person to see because I mean, I mean, you'd have to have like a 3D model of your hand, right? Because they look all over, you know, up and down and all around and side to side and there's wrinkle, you know, there's lines and wrinkles on the sides that they look at too. So, right. You know, I, it's very interesting for sure. I think it is too. I'm curious if anybody else in the chat room has had a palm reading and what they thought of it mm-hmm. or what you think of it in general, if you haven't had one, I guess, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Curious. Yeah. I think it's cool. I, I haven't thought about that for a long time. Good. I, good thought. Yeah. yeah. It'd be cool kind of to have someone that does palm reading and is on the show Yeah, and ask them questions and let them talk about it. I'm going to see if I can find someone. Yeah. That would so, be yeah. Because Maybe. I just, yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. I would like that for sure. Yeah. It's just, it's something we, I don't th- think we've ever talked about it on the show. Never. Never. Yeah. It popped into my head and I thought, oh, I'm going to save that for the smorgasbord. Yeah. I like it. Even though I don't know a lot about it, but I'm curious. Me too. Maybe nobody in the chat room has had one. That's, I don't know. That would be odd. I suppose. That would be, I guess, but odd. I just, I don't think they're as common as other kinds of readings, right? No, they're not for sure. I think it's more, you know, it's um, more specialized, you know. So Jerry in the chat room is talking about tree spirits. He wants to talk about tree spirits and how they differ so much from 
elementals, which, yeah, Ceiling Cat says trees nurture and communicate with each other. Of course they do. You know, trees communicate with us too. Mm-hmm. You know? I love my trees. Oh, I love my trees. You know, there's a gal on that studies trees. I also thought it'd be really fun to have her on the show, but she's like a professor out at one of those universities out in British Columbia. I kind of don't think she would make time for us, but she has written some really good, really good essays about trees and how they communicate with each other and how even when one dies, they're still, they still send out energy to it and nutrients to the roots so that, you know, I mean, it's quite amazing actually. And of course we knew this, I knew this, we know this, um, but it's very fun. It's very interesting to see a scientist talk about this, you know? So yeah. And they're not elementals. That is for sure. Tree spirits are tree spirits. No, no they're you know? not. Mm-mm. Yep. Um, you know, and those of us who are drawn to trees, uh, it's amazing. You know, I love my trees as you know, Heidi, you know, yes. there's, uh, there's mama, Mama Pine out at the research area who I don't think she's gone, but she was completely brown last time I saw her. And I know last year was a super hard year for all the trees up here in Minnesota. And so many of the evergreens, you know, are have so much brown on them. And, you know, we all last time we were there, it was Ladora and I and Katie and we all circled around her trunk and we all put our hands on her trunk and, we all could feel her, you know, we could all hear, feel her, her heartbeat and her spirit. And she was still there. You know, we just kept saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, we think you can do it. You know, it's been a hard year and I hope next time we go out there, she's, you know, got a few green things going on, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. It's been a couple of months now. Um, and they do have their own language. Yep. Absolutely. They do. And I think they mind talk with us, you know, for sure. We know what they're talking about, at least mm-hmm. I do. Well, don't they communicate with each other through their roots, too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's pretty fascinating. It is. It is. And so, like, even if a tree gets cut down, you know, the roots are still alive. So, mm-hmm. like I said, the other trees pass along the nutrients to keep her alive. And then, you know, pretty a lot of times they start growing again, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally awesome and amazing, and I love trees. Um, yeah, the the tree that tipped over, um, mm-hmm. there's these little, you know, I don't know what they're called, these little sprouts that come up down mm-hmm. at the base of the tree. And usually mm-hmm. you trim them down because you yeah. don't want them to take away from the tree, but now the tree's not there. And so I said, well, Tim, let's let those grow and see if any of them yeah. shoot up like a tree. Yeah. So then we can cut the other little ones down and we'll let one of them grow and just maybe a new tree will grow there. Yeah. You never know. That would be, yeah, I would do the same thing. I would do the same thing for sure. Because that, what kind of a tree is it? I don't know. And he, oh. I think it has helicopters, those helicopter Oh, things. it's a maple tree. Like No, it doesn't have, um, not those kind of helicopters. It's not a oh. maple tree. It, but anyway, it has these little things that fly down and it drives him bonkers and he doesn't want to keep the tree. And I said, I'm fine with it. So just leave him. I go, you don't even walk around the front yard. So just leave it. And... I'll manage the tree. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. He didn't cut them down, though. He didn't cut those little shoots down. So maybe he's going to leave them. Yeah. And yeah. we'll see if we can get a tree to grow out of them. Yeah. A rebirth happening. Yes. Well, or the or the seeds. You know what I mean? I have a, a gajillion little maple trees growing in my backyard right now because of all the, you know, the helicopter seeds. Um, <clears throat> and I keep pulling them out of my gardens. <laughs> but... Anyway, yeah, I think they are awesome. And, you know, something, just thought of something, and it went just as fast as it came. So, okay, we'll talk about something else. So, in the chat room, I had a couple of people, uh, Jerry said that he had a palm reading done, because uh, I had asked if anybody in the chat room had, and he said he did, and they, he thought that the reader was full of beans. <laughs> That's Jerry's quote. So, all right. And then Cindy said she had it done a few times, one time as a teenager, and then two times at the Renaissance Fair, which must have been later. And she said both readers, so maybe it was the same one at the Renaissance both times, uh, said that she would get married and have kids, which didn't happen. 
So I thought, well, that's interesting because yeah. you've had three readers who's or three readings, maybe the last two were the same reader, but that said the same thing. And you wonder, is that something you say to all young women, you know, right. because that's if what you're, you're not wearing a ring, hear. you assume that that's what you want. So I'm going to tell you that. So it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, you wonder yeah. if that's a case, which that's not how it should be done, but no, I can't imagine doing readings at the Renaissance festival anyway, because that would be hard. Yes. And not saying that you should just have a stock reading ready to go because that's not right either, but it's well, interesting that three readings and they were all incorrect and said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But don't you wonder, because we do know that there are a lot of people out there who do readings. I'm not saying palm readings, but other kinds of readings who really have no abilities, you know, and they ask a lot of questions and then they use those answers to formulate some kind of a reading of something that, you know, maybe this person would like to hear, you know, it happens yeah. a lot, you know? Um, so maybe that palm reader was the same way, right? Maybe she was asking questions and then, you know, fished around enough and thought, well, this is what Cindy wanted to hear, you know? Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's, it's interesting. But I said in the chat room, I go, well, let's, we should go do it again and see what, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get a new mm-hmm. palm reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have to find to someone here in the Twin we should have, Maybe we should try to get one and have them live in the studio. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, not to do readings, but to be on the show. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They could maybe if I can find our, someone local. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they could look at our hands and, you know, give us a little, a little, you know, snippet for the radio show, you know? Yeah, that would be that cool would be to fun. have someone in the studio. And yeah, and it... And a lot of times they'll tell you about yourself too, right? So we could have somebody on who knows nothing about either one of us and see how close they come, right? I think that would be really, that would be really cool. Yeah. If someone is willing to do it, we'll have to mm-hmm. look around, mm-hmm. see who's local. Mm-hmm. If anybody out there knows someone who's local mm-hmm. that is good and would like to do it on the show, let us know. Yeah, that'd be Or awesome. even if you don't know if they'd like to do it on the show, we can at least get a hold of them. Yeah, so. Exactly. Exactly. I think that would be fun. I think, yeah, because yeah, that is something, wow, I haven't thought about that for such a long time. Good, good, good thought there. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's cool. And then, you know what, since we're at a little bit of a lull, um, let's put a plug in for the Calling Radio Show, our sibling show, which is tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the Para-X Radio Network. And they are talking about it says, what? It's haunted. And so I said, what does it all mean, Jerry? <laughs> he said, you know, they're going to talk about, you know, like buildings that you would think are haunted, like, you know, the White House or the restaurant on 94, for example, or something else, you know, and just say, you, I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun to listen to the two of them talk about all that. So tune in tomorrow night to the calling radio at 8 p.m. right here on the Para-X radio network because that'll be a good one. Um, so yeah, so what else? What else should we talk about? Everybody's pretty quiet in the chat room tonight. We're not getting it a lot a quiet chat room out. tonight. But You know what? It's oh, summertime God. and I gotta say there's just not, I, I think we our chat rooms have not been very full and they really haven't been on Jerry's show either. So I kind of think that it must be, it's summer, everybody's busy. It's, um, it's light outside still. (laughs) I mean, we could be outside mowing a lot if we wanted to be, you know, I think that's part of it. Um, Jerry's saying places never thought to be haunted and others that are not talked about enough. Yes. It'll be a good one. So listen in Toronto to them because that'll be fun. And for us, one of the things I was going to talk about, too, was so we did this investigation. So it was it was Mariah and Katie and I did this investigation of this home uh, down in southern Minnesota a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago. And there was definitely there were definitely things happening there. Um, but one of the things I wanted to talk about was when one of the clients, one of the people, the residents who live there are so enthralled in the paranormal that they're constantly taking videos, constantly doing audio, you know, this kind of stuff. And they're just perpetuating the problem, right? And Mm -hmm. so 
this man's wife is scared to death, won't go to the bathroom without every light on in the house, won't go to sleep without lights on. There are, is definitely things happening. And this guy just keeps talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, right? And we, the three of us, sat down with them, you know, and listened to, you know, what they were saying after we did the investigation. Because we kind of went on cold turkey. We really didn't want to know what was going on, you know. And, um, you know, we could just tell. And I, we sat him down and we said, listen, you know, you have to stop. You know, you need to stop taking the videos, taking the pictures, doing audio. You know, this is just, you're just making it worse. You really yeah. are. We know there are things happening here. But for you to keep doing this, it's just, wow, making it that much more, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we went through all of our evidence and we really didn't get, oddly enough, we really didn't get anything exciting, you know. But we all knew there was stuff going on. So we decided that, you know, Jerry said that we should go and and they they asked if we would cleanse the house and do a cleansing and, and that and and we did. I th- we did a fabulous job. But again, there we were talking to this guy saying, you have to stop. You have to promise us that you're going to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think they're okay. I think I think they're okay now, Jerry, right? I think the last I heard from you, so that was a couple of weeks ago we did the clearing. Um, you know, and we <laughs> said and said, you got, you got to stop because we can close this all off and shut it down. You start in again, and then it's gonna you're going to tice it back and invite it back, and it will come back, you know? And so I'm hoping. I said, you know, for your wife, for your wife, let it go, let it go, let it go, you know? And they have a well room in the basement, and, you know, those well rooms. I said, don't go in there. Just leave the door shut. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, people get so excited when they think they catch something on mm-hmm. evidence, mm-hmm. but they can't investigate their own home. Like, don't do no. that. You're just opening the door for more activity. Oh, and it's one of those things that it may not happen, but it could, that something mm-hmm. really bad can come in. And now you don't know what to do, you know, right. because it was fun and games until this happened. And, yes. you know, and for clearly for his wife, it wasn't fun and games no. at all. None of oh, it was. No. So no. he needs to find other places to go investigate. He needs to maybe get a buddy and they can go to all the different penitentiaries and do all the little paranormal tours and exactly. all the little haunted locations that advertise we are haunted, mm-hmm. stay here overnight, whatever. Mm-hmm. Give him and his buddies and start road yeah. tripping around and right. investigate their little heart's content and leave yes. his poor wife out of it and their house Keep out of it. House. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you know, that's what we told him. And what was interesting is when we did the clearing, so it was uh, Jerry and I and Mariah, and I had Mariah uh, videotaped the whole thing. And what was what was interesting is afterwards, you know, we all talked about things we felt and everything that was going on. So I walked through first with the drum and did some, you know, that kind of stuff. And then Jerry went through with Mariah. And so we have both of these. And, you know, the, the picture is clear. You don't see anything. And then suddenly we're in this hallway and it just blur, like it's trying to focus on something. And Mariah's like, stop there's something going on with this, you know? And I'm like, what? You know, and she said, it's just, you know, all blurry. And it happened once when Jerry was with her as well. And back when we were all done and we were talking about this, Mariah said, you know, I just felt like that presence that was there was leaving. And, and I said, and was that when the camera, when it was so blurry? And she said, yes, actually, yes. And I'm like, well, isn't that interesting? You know, it's nothing you can really prove, but cool beans. I mean, it was such a clear picture. And then suddenly, you know, it was just blur, blur, blur. And then same when Jerry and Mariah went through. So I don't know, but it was a fun thing. But yes, there are so many people out there who just, you know, they just keep opening that door again and inviting these spirits back in. And it's just, wow. You know, it's like, don't do it anymore. Okay. You know, I I felt like I was talking to a little kid, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah. And, you know, I've had to have those conversations with people before too. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's like, they're super excited and either they're too lazy to go somewhere else, which is sometimes the case, or (laughs) they don't know where to go. And, you know, I've had, I had someone email me and say, where are some good places to go paranormal investigating? I'm like, are you serious? Have you heard of Google? Like, right. Google it. Yeah. Google, Google it. any state paranormal investigations, and you're going to get a list or a bunch of lists of websites that you can go to, or just, you know, 
haunted history. Pull up any book of any yeah. state that says, you know, haunted Minnesota, haunted Wisconsin, haunted whatever, and just go through the list of all the places they talk about and then start going there. If you yeah. have permission, I'm not saying going yeah. to places that oh, you don't yeah. have permission, if it's For private sure. or whatever, but you know, it's not hard to find places if you oh. take a few minutes to look and please don't start emailing people and ask them because there's plenty of places to look it up. And, you know, when people ask me, where's, where are good places to investigate? I'm like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. how far do you want to drive? Like, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. There's, there's tons of places. So, there's tons but of you know, places. it's just, you have to go out and do it. You know, some people, I think not everybody clearly, but a lot of people are just lazy yep. and they want to sit in their house and yep. investigate and yeah. they want to turn it off like it's TV when they're done. And yes. it's like, okay, that's not how it works. Just so yes. you know. Yes. So. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. You're opening Anyways, up a whole so can of worms doing that. I know, right? But the fact is that there was so much, so much going on there. So hopefully he's learned his lesson and he'll stop this. Like Jerry said, let's wait for, we'll see what happens in four weeks from now and see if it still is gone. Or if we have to go back. Who knows? And have another conversation. <laughs> anyway, it is what it is. So, yeah, I think it's, I think people are just interesting and they are interested in the paranormal for sure. You know, and it's just like you said, it's easier to try to conjure up something at home sometimes, I think. You know, oh, I hate to say that, but anywho. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I've done too many investigations where it, people caused it themselves you know, a light bulb flickers and they think someone's talking to them. It's like, okay, wait a minute. That's not necessarily how it works, but it could be, or mm -hmm. it isn't a, you know, a spirit, but you start it because you want it to be, you know, you're mm -hmm. hoping that that flickering light bulb is a spirit. So then mm -hmm. someone, you know, floats by or however right. that works and they are just like, okay, I guess I'll engage. What are you doing? You yeah. know? So yeah. anyway, it's... Yeah. I, it's one of my rules of thumb. Don't investigate your own house. Yeah. Don't trick your friend into investigating theirs. Like, hey, I've got this new equipment. Can I come over and we can practice? No. Like, no. that's not cool either. Because no. now you're just setting no. your friend up. Yep. So go somewhere else. Go yeah. Get your friends together and go on a little road trip somewhere. Reserve a haunted location for the night. Lots of places do it. Yes. And lots, lots can, of hotels right here in the state of Minnesota. Yeah, you can go all sorts of places and yep. just investigate your little heart's content. And they want yes. you to because they want it to be haunted because they Thank want you. people to keep coming yep. to investigate. So yep. they want you to talk about it being haunted. So absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So there so you do go. that <laughs> instead. Absolutely. Don't, don't investigate your own house. Yes. So I know we have a couple of minutes left and I just pulled up Triana's horoscope because I thought it was such a good one this week. And there's a lot of things going on besides the full moon. So I'm just going to read just a little snippet. Um, and she talks about this week all centers around Wednesday due to the full moon in Capricorn. And it's nice alignment to Neptune and Pisces being accompanied by three other astrological events all in the same day. The full moon's alignment with Neptune brings about a dreaminess to reality, a sort of otherworldliness that we feel both part of and apart from at the same time. So this happens tomorrow. So if you feel like, you know, it's kind of a dreamy, unreal situation, otherworldly, that's why. And then she talks about... Um, the full moon's effect is uh, enhancing that is Mercury insensitive cancer in a lovely alignment to Neptune um, gives a lilt to the voice and a romantic bias to both speaker and listener, a great alignment for theater and performing arts, and it should bring about vivid dreams. So everybody, get ready. Vivid dreams are coming tomorrow. So that's pretty cool. I like that. Nice. I hear the music, so it is time for us to go. So, everyone, thank you so much for listening in this evening. And for the troops out there who may be listening, thank you so much for, for doing so, and thank you for your service. Yes, absolutely. And the, those folks in the chat room tonight, thanks for coming. We're glad to have you here and everybody listening wherever you are. We totally appreciate you tuning in every week. And thank you to Pair X for hosting us and Sarge, the most amazing producer on the planet. Thanks for uh, getting us here again, once and again here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
once again is what I'm trying to say. But yeah, yeah, we're excited to be back this week and we'll be here again next week. Look forward to seeing you then. Good night.